Well, we're going to continue a show that we had here a few months ago. And I got really good responses on this one. I, you know, when I, again, none of these are scripted shows. You've got to understand that. They're um, all kind of coming from the experiences of the previous week or the previous month. And um, I write stuff down on my various notepads. But this one, this particular show was The Five Myths of HR. And I got some really good responses on it. Um, so I thought I would continue it. So this is the five additional myths of HR. And we'll just keep continuing it because there just are so many. We, you know, I kind of mentioned that last time. I, it just amazes me as I talk to individuals. And it doesn't matter how long they've been in HR. It, it doesn't matter how much experience or education they've had. There are just things out there that people have have grown accustomed to. They they they're comfortable believing a certain way or or working a certain way. So here we go because we're going to attack five more. And uh, let me see if any of these resonate with you and your team. One was just this morning, and the gentleman looked at me and he said, "Okay, so." We have a holiday on Monday, and I pay eight hours a holiday. But they're going to come back and work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So if one of my employees works over eight hours between Tuesday and Friday, is that going to be overtime? His question is, is that holiday considered productive time contributing to calculating overtime? And the answer is no. The answer is no. So, and, and I've got one company that does this. They just, they just do it because they're extra nice and super generous. But no, you do not have to take non-productive time like PTO, vacation, holiday time, bereavement, jury duty time, that's non-productive pay. You do not use that to calculate overtime. Overtime is over 40 within a work week, but it's productive time over 40. So the first myth is no, holiday time, non-productive time is not used to calculate overtime. Myth two, well, I'm going to hold that person's check until they return all their equipment and their uniforms because I'm not paying them until they return that. Well, unfortunately, we are not permitted to do that. And Wage and Hour will not be happy if they get a call from someone saying that you are not paying them according to your regular pay schedule. Here's the deal. Yes, we want to collect equipment. Yes, we want to collect uniforms. If, if they know that that keys, credit cards, all that stuff, company equipment, if that's all supposed to be returned at the time of termination, then yes, we definitely want to collect that. And there could be repercussions if they don't return it. But the repercussions cannot be that you hold somebody's check from them. Now, 
that's hard to swallow, I get it. But if you've been practicing that, you need to change your policy on that. There are ways of developing an agreement, I guess you can say, where we can have a clause saying that the individual understands that if something's not returned or it's broken or stolen or has to be repaired, that um, the company can reserve the right to withhold funds. But the state of Kentucky doesn't allow you to do that, and they're not the only uh, state that prevents companies from doing that. So it's not a common practice that I encourage all employers to use. However, I understand the reason why you would want to do that, but myth number two is that you can hold a paycheck in waiting for the return of company equipment, and guys, you just can't do that. You can't do that. Find another way. Myth number three. Our time clock is going to start at 7 o'clock. So it doesn't matter what time the individual gets to work prior to 7 o'clock. They're going to be paid from 7 o'clock on, and I don't have to do anything about it. Well, it sounds good if you don't want them and you, you want them to start at 7 o'clock and you don't want them controlling their own hours. But the dilemma is that the Fair Labor Standard Act requires that if you're going to have a payroll system that automatically pop, populates a time in for those individuals to start or to leave, you have to give those individuals the right to make corrections if by some chance they work prior to. So let's say the gentleman gets to work at 6.45, and somebody in the break room as he's waiting to start a shift starts talking about work, or someone looks at him and says, hey, can you empty that trash can? Or, hey, could you go pick up a box over in such and such department? We'll need it to start at 7. If he is asked to work, and that puts him actually starting at 6.45 versus 7, he has the right, and you have the obligation to make sure that that 7 o'clock is correct and shouldn't be changed to 6.45. So you can't just assume that if your time system starts at a certain hour or a certain time, that those are your only obligations. In fact, Wage and Hour has found a number of companies preventing employees from collecting overtime, and we probably should do a whole show on that, where they manipulated or they altered, and the employees knew nothing about it. They just simply accepted the fact that, well, that's what the time the, they put on my timesheet, so that's what I get paid. And again, remember, that time adds up fast. Can you control the overtime? Yes, you can control overtime, but you can't prevent it. You can't manipulate time to prevent overtime. So there's myth number three. This one came up. Myth number four came up this morning, actually, again, at this workshop that I put on. Um, it's Every medical plan, whether it's dental vision, uh, medical health, even life insurance policies, uh, 401k uh, retirement plans, anything like that, they all come with an acceptance or a waiver. 
So when you offer an eligible employee the opportunity to participate in a plan, that individual is not forced to participate in the plan. They can waive out. And in fact, you have to collect a waiver. You can't just offer it to them. And if they say, yeah, I don't, don't, I don't need that paperwork. I'm not, I'm not going to participate. Just walk away. Uh, I had a number of employers looked at me this morning and went, what do you mean I have to have waivers? I, they just say no, and I just don't pursue it any further. Actually, you've got to be able to document that you gave that individual the opportunity. Please cover yourself. Please show, be able to provide evidence that the plan was provided to them in a timely manner and that it was their choice to either enroll or waive. Many of your brokers will do this for you. If they're not, then it's your responsibility. There's no plausible deniability on this one. You have to collect a waiver. So please, there's myth number four. You you have to get waivers on any employee benefit. And then the last one, oh, the last one is a return to work. Remember, and we, we did a podcast on this uh, earlier, if someone wants to return to work, you do need to get a doctor's form, a verbal okay from the employee is not enough. So if someone comes to you and says, oh, I'm doing great. You know, I just had knee surgery a week ago, but I'm ready to come back to work. You need to get a return to work slip and you can't deny them coming back even with the restrictions or the limitations. Undue hardship under the Americans with Disabilities Act is extremely hard to prove. Extremely hard to prove. So it would be even harder for you as an employer to say, oh, I don't want him back just yet. I don't believe he's ready. I don't think he can do the job. If the doctor is willing to provide a release saying, yes, he can. I know it's kind of strange. And some of you may have been doing some of these things. Maybe you've been doing them forever. But the bottom line is, you really should be doing what's right. And when we started the human resource, we had just that in mind. Providing you with knowledge and solutions so that you can stay compliant with employment and labor law. My name is Pandy, and in the 40 years I've been doing HR, things have changed so much. And it's hard enough just being a consultant. I can't, I, 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 I can't stop wanting to teach all of you and share what we have here. So keep giving us your feedback. We love to hear it. Thanks for watching and listening.